Hello, I'm doing another video, uh, another live chat because yesterday uh, so many people were asking questions I just couldn't keep up with them. So uh, I thought I'd do another live chat, so welcome to those that's joining. Um, so while I'm waiting for people to join, um, I thought I'd waffle on a little bit, unless you've got any questions. Obviously if you've got any questions please feel free to ask. Um, otherwise I will just waffle on. So I was just going to talk a bit about the Anunnaki, only again because I'm going through it um, to sort of recap some of the things that I learned many, many years ago. Um, so what I find interesting is the descriptions of the machines, the flying machines that the Anunnaki were using. So for example, um, we know that they use um, rockets just from the descriptions but they also used a helicopter effect um now that <clears throat> it had four legs and it had um, a chair in the center um and it had um blades that would go around and produce what was described as a whirlwind um now these are the ones that could hover which was good because uh they obviously had rockets or uh, rocket type craft that can fly from one place to another and up into space and the, dis the descriptions of the rockets into space actually match the descriptions of what we do now where they have two stage rockets and the description of the part that breaks off um, says it basically disintegrates and the rest goes up into our atmosphere and into space so I found that very very interesting um sorry I'm just going to go back now I think someone's asked a question um isn't remote viewing astral projection very 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 good question now it could be construed as exactly the same yes um so with with remote viewing i mean you know major ed dames who, who was one of the teachers of um remote viewing probably won't say it's astral projection i've never heard him say that uh, um he may have said it but i've never heard him say it so I kind of agree with uh, the person that's just wrote that was just Soul Matrix. Um, so basically, remote viewing for those that don't know is you can literally be given a set of coordinates, um, concentrate on those coordinates without knowing what's there, um, and then start describing what you see. So for example, if I gave you a set of coordinates, you could not just look on earth you can actually look on another planet and you can also look back in time so i kind of agree with soul that um i think it's using the spirit that's within us um which you know people when you when it leaves your body becomes an astral projection so somehow i think that because the spirit from my point of view, the spirit is connected to a soul group, and that soul group's then connected to pretty much everything. Um, so if you go, go back to quantum entanglement, where one atom can affect another atom simultaneously anywhere in the universe, um, now if they've got information um, and or can travel backwards and forwards, then one um atom for example could give information to the other atom and vice versa so yes i kind of think that astral projection is 
a form of remote viewing. So excellent point there. Um, if you need me to waffle on more about that, I will. Uh, Amanda's just wrote, stop panicking, I'm here. We all, we all know who Amanda is. She's the one that uh, likes to help out and um, reply to people when, when I don't get a chance to. So hi, Amanda. Um, so yes, uh, so unless anyone else has got any questions, I'll either waffle on about remote viewing. Um, so uh, remote viewing, um, there, there is courses I've mentioned before, people can go on um, to try and remote view. You don't even have to do it. You can actually do it with, with a friend of yours um, or a partner or someone. And all they have to do is work out where coordinates are um, that, you, that you know, so you've obviously got to know what it is that you're supposed to be looking at because if you just give a random set of coordinates then the person checking the coordinates wouldn't have known um what's there anyway so yeah so you both could do it two people can do it one gives the sets of coordinates um you know there's been tests on like for example coast to coast where um the remote viewer has asked people to um, given him a set of coordinates and asked him to try and remote view something and he had I think like a toy helicopter or something on his desk um, but the beauty of the remote viewing is yes he could see it was a, um, a helicopter from the distance that he was at but some of the remote viewers or some of the people that was trying to get what he was looking at said they could see sort of like a, a small circle with things coming off of it which were actually the blades so in other words that room, that person that was trying to remote view could have been that close to the blades that so they couldn't actually see the whole helicopter but could actually see just a tiny part of the blade so um that's a really interesting thing uh okay um can you talk about birthmarks yeah so um that's from paran parana um so birthmarks that obviously you can get normal birthmarks which are just you know um pigmentation of the skin etc but you can also get the birthmarks that are a indication of how your previous life died so there are many cases and the many studies and a lot more people doing more studies now which is really good to see um especially in the last couple of years into birthmarks um obviously the the, the problem with the the studies is they needed the people to be able to be hypnotized or regressed to confirm that their birthmark was, but obviously because of COVID and everything, the people weren't going to see the hypnotists. So they, so they did a lot of research without using um, the, the people to get the information from. But prior to that, there is um, a lot of studies that's been done that collaborate the fact that you may have a birthmark on your i'm just using one example again the same one i've used before but a uh, little kid had a birthmark um on his nearest i think it was his temple of his skull um but he was also talking about a previous life you know he was saying that he was some sort of person in some area so they went through the whole process of trying to find out who he was um turns out that he was some sort of gangster type person and was shot in the side of the head right where the birthmark is so that's just one example of uh how birthmarks could reappear with you um when you get reincarnated so 
it's a fascinating subject there's there's lots of um information out there if you want to just google it um there's peer-reviewed papers and things so it's very worth looking into if you're interested if you think you've got a birthmark and you're not sure where it's come from um that could be the case and they don't always um they're not always there present when you're born but over time they can manifest themselves and uh, I, I'm not 100% sure how or why it manifests itself, but um, it seems to do that. So I'm guessing there was some sort of trauma, maybe. I'm just throwing that one out there that, that you as a in your previous life had because of that. Um, okay, just scrolling on. Where, uh, Amanda's wrote, where does lucid dreaming fit in? Um, I don't think that's anything paranormal. I think that is um, just to do with you um what i've found where because i've done done some quite a lot of research into dreams um it's so with dreaming um no no one else had seemed to have done this study but i've done a study to see whether um the position of your head and the the softness of a pillow for example has any effects on dreams and it does um, so, for example, if you were sitting up uh, sleeping, then um, you would have really, really crazy wild dreams. If you was laying down on your side, but with your head tilted towards your chest, in other words, your head sort of pointed down, the dreams you would have would be very fine, um, intricate dreams, you know, sort of, I'm just using this as an example, sort of like engineering type dreams where you'd work out. Um, a schematic type of thing that um, so there's different stages of dreaming um, and predominantly my research led me to a two-day system which basically means something that you did two days ago can re reappear in your dreams in you know obviously in, in possibly in a different fashion that you probably wouldn't even work out but um, it is to me it's not all the time, but a two-day thing. So if, if something happened to you today, like you know you nearly got run over, for example, then in two days' time, you'll have a dream that um, might have something to do with what happened two days prior. So I think lucid dreaming is literally just your brain um, trying to make sense of things and catching up with things. So I don't think it's anything paranormal, uh, not in the... Um, things that I've researched. Um just gonna scroll down. When do you sorry, hey Dora as wrote, when do you think we're gonna make contact? Like what deco do you think? Uh what with aliens? Good question. Um you're probably gonna hate the answer to this, but from 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 the research that I've been doing for the, the amount of years that I've been doing, something bad's going to happen, sadly, in the fairly near future, where um, I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping all these people that have said all these things are wrong, um, but something bad happens and the population sort of gets a bit smaller, people get put in concentration camps, and a whole new way of life becomes out of that, and it will be... Um, you know, a few hundred years before it gets to that point of uh, an equilibrium back. Uh, but unfortunately, that, that new life is 
artificially controlled. Um, in other words, you you won't be able to go anywhere. I mean, they're, they're kind of queuing it up now. It's like a social scoring system. And unfortunately, people 20, 30 years ago, where I heard, um, uh, for want of a better word, fortune tellers, clairvoyants, etc., had and even remote viewers had gone through and, and said all of this. I've remembered all of this, what they've said. Um, and so you, in the future, you'll have... Um, you'll be based on your scores, your credit scores, not, not credit as in money, but a social scoring system. Um, and if you went to go somewhere, it won't let you in the door. This is what these people had said um, 20 years ago. You will not be allowed to enter because a mainframe central computer would say, no, you're not allowed in. Um, now go back 20 years that was like you know before the internet um when i learned of all these people saying all these sort of things so you know that was really far-fetched back then but now it's not so far-fetched when you think that uh certain states in this in, in america certain sort of small towns or cities are now becoming a computerized only area so everything is computerized so um so going back to the question which was uh, when do you think they're going to make contact it will be properly once that's all settled back down so at least 300 years we'll see probably you know people will see them um tell their friends and stuff but as far as a real um sort of almost disclosure it's when there'll be a lot less people and those people are ones that the elite want still around so they're not too worried about those people finding out about aliens etc so um it won't be in our lifetime, um, I'm afraid. Not not as a proper, you know, them turning up at your door sort of thing and flying over your house. Um, I, that, I'm, I might be wrong, but that's just the way I sort of take it. Um, uh, S-E-F-E-R has wrote, which studies, references please. Um, you'll just have to Google, uh, you're probably referring to the, um, the, uh, birthmarks story that I was mentioning earlier. Um, I'm sitting in a little room here. I haven't got the references to hand. So just have a quick Google, um, and you'll see that, you know, they are proper, proper studies done by proper scientists as opposed to tinfoil hat people. So, um, they're out there. It's quite easy to find, um, uh, uh, soul matrix is right. I have a birthmark on my neck. Okay, uh, so that's um, you know, again, that you know, they can be a natural thing. So I'm not saying that everyone's had a traumatic death in a previous life, but if you are interested and wanted to try and find out if that was, then um, there's not too many people that do the past life regressions. Um, you get hypnotists that do, you know, the don't smoke. So you need to find the proper um, past life regression hypnotist if he was interested, but it'd be interesting to find out. But then um, I've heard people say that they've done that and they regretted doing that because then their mind um, from then onwards was just constantly wondering and wondering and wondering about their previous life. And it pretty much messed up their life that they're living now. So be wary if you want, to, you know, imagine finding out that you was, you know, murdered or you was this or what was that and then that could eat you alive now knowing your previous life and that's why you've got for example that birthmark so just just 
be aware of that. It might not be something you want to find out, which I guess is another reason why we, we don't, they don't let us uh, remember these things. Um, just go on scrolling down. My son was born with three birthmarks. Okay, that's interesting because obviously you wouldn't want to regress um, your young child. Um, so I'm not saying all children do this, but ch children are more susceptible to um, knowing or, or remembering, slightly, slightly remembering their past lives. Um, I use a good case, it's, it's a BBC documentary on it um, about the boy from Barra which I think was Scotland or Ireland, forgive me, and I'm trying to remember it now. Uh, but you can Google it, BBC documentary, past life, Boy Barra. Um, I don't know how you pronounce it, B-A-R-R-A, -R -R -A, I think. Um, and it's really fascinating. So um, he, that little child remembered things. Uh, there's, there's other cases, obviously, of children remembering things. But So if your child um, is coming out with anything that seems out of the ordinary, then... then there's a tiny possibility that he, he, he or she um, may be remembering something from the past. But it could, again, it could just be, you know, three birthmarks. It might not be nothing to do with that. But um, I throw this information out there. If people want to look it up or whatever, then feel free. Inappropriately has wrote a question for you. Are the Anunnaki made us? What happens when we die? Um, so probably if the Anunnaki made us, what happens when we die? So, um, well, basically our spirit, which is what's joined with us, um, leaves our body, which has got all of our feelings, memories and everything else. We sit around, either we stay on the astral plane or we move up to the next plane and then from there, at whatever point we go in front of a council of aliens, different aliens, including the light beings, which is what the spirits are. So you as a light being um, get offered another life and we come back and, and join with another um, unborn baby at that point and life goes on. So um, the Anunnaki, uh, from what I gather, also knew about um, spirits and stuff because um, in the book of Enoch, Enoch, I did a little video showing in the same passage, in the same paragraph, the Anunnaki talk about standing there with one of the angels. Now, please remember the angels are just like guards or military people or police or something like that, not an angel floating because in the same paragraph it talks about um, him, Enoch standing there with an angel, so a military person, for example, um, looking at a dead body and seeing the spirit come out of the dead body. So we know that the spirit is not an angel. We know that angels are flesh and blood because of the amount of descriptions of them leading and taking and standing and chatting with Enoch. So we know an angel is not um, a floaty being. And we know the Anunnaki could see dead people or spirits leaving bodies. Um, so they obviously had the ability to see that, whereas we can't. Um, we can see orbs using, you know, which is basically a spirit. We can see that using infrared cameras, night vision cameras, etc. But um, obviously, if you had that eyesight, you know, if you had that ability, the same as infrared, night vision, whatever, then you could probably see orbs all around. So that's possibly what Enoch saw. Um, 
so when we die we just literally and then when we're reincarnated obviously we totally forget everything that we learned before so it's kind of sad but for the spirit that's with you the energy ball that doesn't remember and it learns and it keeps going on and on and on until it moves up the different planes of existence um hello to may Bio. um can you tell me about alien animals so really good question because i've wanted to know about alien animals you know you, after watching avatar you start thinking okay what else is on um, other planets so animals are on other planets according to people that's been taken and when i say taken they're not abducted their contactees um so there's one particular case where a contactee was taken to another literally solar system and was shown an uh, a planet and was told that on that planet is um human well, human well not humans but people we'll call them people but whatever they were on that planet that were um still evolving so in other words we so a human from earth was shown another planet so in other words on that planet they could have been looking up they could have been looking up let's just call them um avatars for want of a better word these little creatures on another planet that will eventually evolve apparently into a sentient race that will end up being part of the space um hopefully a space council along with all the other alien races that's out there um and a human standing on a ship looking down at this planet and these little creatures or i'm calling them creatures there was no description of them but these beings are looking back up at a ufo while they're you know in a lesser lesser evolution state than we are so let's just imagine you know um i don't know five thousand years ago whatever uh, so let's imagine that they were there so could that be happening now could the ufos that are flying over us be looking at earth with with other aliens from other planets saying look how backwards these <laughs> humans are um but apparently there was um indigenous life on their aliens uh, animals and stuff but there's not many people that actually ever talk about what kind of animals they are so i would love to know um i, I wish i could tell you more I, I, there's no 30 years of listening to people on talking about other planets and stuff i mean you've got um people talking about inner earth um you know animals and stuff but um other other planets they don't really talk about them which is a real shame but there apparently are animals on other planets which i guess would make sense um rose kelly's asked birthmarks okay so i've done forgive me i've kind of done someone's already asked um sort of nearly half hour ago so i don't want to sort of re repeat myself the, this video will go on to youtube um later on this evening uh live chat 29 i think it'll be so if you want to listen to everything that i've mentioned about birthmarks because they are to do with uh possibly to do with reincarnation do have a listen to this this live chat number 28 on youtube later on tonight so forgive me for not answering it now it's just i, I was i could end up repeating it over and over um soulmate tricks has wrote it wouldn't phase me knowing the truth um that's about the birthmarks in fact um 
No, I mean, if you you know, if you're not, if you don't mind being hypnotised, then go for it and let us know if there is any. I mean, you know, if you are regressed, the birthmark nut may just be a normal birthmark, but you may end up finding out something about yourself anyway. Um, having you know how many different lives you've had. Now there are. Um, very very few hypnotists that can go back 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 past more than one life um, <clears throat> so you need to look out which ones are the, the right ones and always try and record the interview because the last thing you want to do is um, be underneath someone's hypnotism and not find out anything um, yeah so Chewbacca's just wrote hi Chewbacca um, my wife said she chose her parents before she was born. That's exactly the way the story goes, yeah. I mean, this was one of the very first things I learned when I was learning stuff, um, was that you make an agreement. Well, I mean, it says it in the Bible, you make an agreement. Um, I think it says it in the Bible. Uh, you make an agreement, um, a soul, what they call the soul contract. Um, so yes, you do. You choose your parents in front of the council. They offer you the chance to go. You say yes or no, and then your soul group's part of that as well. So um, I don't know how many's in a soul group. I, I so far I've got to about six that I can work out that six um, are all connected to each other as a soul group. Um, so they could end up being your parents, your brother, friend, someone that you will end up being in contact with throughout your life. Um, so, yeah. Um, okay, just scrolling down. Uh, Never Gone Getty has wrote, No, God is real, aliens are fallen angels. Okay, so I've actually done a video on, um, just done it this morning, in fact, um, the descriptions because people in my opinion um so many people are saying different things and what they think like you know um you know they're demons aliens are demons aliens are fallen angels god is you know this that and the other so i did a, a video which i will probably be uploaded probably by the end of the week but basically i've gone through and said look anarchies there's 12 anarchies that are classed as gods 12 was actually a very important number to them. But, uh, so, Anunnaki, the name Anunnaki, those who heaven came... Uh, well, we, we have to replace heaven because we now know it's space. Those from space that came to Earth. So, Anunnakis are just the everyday workers or people uh, that live on Nibiru, that, that, that came from Nibiru to, to help mine the gold. So, you've got the gods, which were basically the prince... Two princes, the sister goddess, and so on. Twelve of those, plus the dad and whatever. Twelve um, gods. That's what they're called. Uh, they're all the whole race is Elohim. Then you've got the Anunnaki, which are just basically subjects of the prince and the king and whatever else. So they're, they're called the Anunnaki. So they're the, the sort of standard people. Then you've got the Nephilim, which were the hybrids of the Anunnaki and humans, which were giants. Um, and angels were um, just mess, you know, uh, army people or um, guards or something like that. The fallen angel part, the fallen is actually them being disowned by the Anunnaki, by by the gods. So the fallen, so forget the word fallen. It's really 
um, a bad word. It's like, you know, they shouldn't have done it. They're disowned. They're dis- some word to describe that. So that's what Fallen Angel is. Archangel is just a higher up um, guard, army person, you know. It's hard to describe what they what they, what role they were, but it was something similar to that. So an archangel is, is a higher up sort of commander or um, captain, and just an angel is just um, the ones that came from the spaceships up um, and bring. And you read the hundreds, and you're going to laugh at me here, hundreds of thousands of text documents, not just in Sunu. Um, uh, Sumerian cuneiform, but also in Babylonian, in Amara, Amara, I'm going to pronounce it wrong, Amaraic, uh, it's going to hurt me now, um, um, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, so there are literally hundreds of thousands, um, and probably there was even more, probably all destroyed. So, you know, that's a hell of a lot of fake backstory for loads of different people in different times writing in different languages the same story continuing on um you have to then say okay maybe this is all real and um so at fallen angels are literally just the bad anarchy that had relationships with humans um so silk beta has wrote so people who are angels would they know it so Angels, like I say, angels were Anunnaki. That's just another name for it. So they're not they're not floating around. Um, there's, you know, the texts, the ancient texts say that they were real. They were standing. They would lead him. They would they would take Enoch. They would help him. Um, but there was also the spirit. So um, angels is just another name for I I say military, but you know they could be guards or whatever. So yeah, there's no to me, there's no such angel floating around. Uh, there's, there is spirits, yes, which is different from an angel. So, um, hopefully, that kind. Of, I know it sounds com- convoluted, but it's if you read everything, it, it just becomes very clear. Um, <clears throat> uh, inappropriately, is wrote. I just don't understand why aliens just don't show themselves. Because first of all, there was the treaty that Eisenhower done with. Uh, so originally, I'll be quick. Originally, there was going to be a treaty with possibly we think it was the Palladians that came down and said to Eisenhower, "Stop your nuclear weapons, and we will enlighten you." And Eisenhower said, "Yes, what do you mean enlighten?" And they said, "Well, you know, we'll raise your consciousness." And he said, "Well, okay, but what's in it for us?" And they said, "Well, we're raising your consciousness." Eisenhower said, "What? No weapons then?" Uh, and Palladians said no, so they left. Uh, and then I think it was about two weeks later, the um, possibly the two whites came down with a couple of little greys, done another deal with uh, Eisenhower. Had actually done a deal where they would take people, experiment on them in return for technology. So straight away, um, <clears throat> because they'd done a deal with us that's part of why they don't get seen because obviously imagine if they were real um then everyone that's been abducted will say hang on a minute why isn't our government stopping us and then there'll be lawsuits and all sorts of things uh but prior to that obviously there was the um the quarantine that was put on earth to stop alien races coming in and attacking us etc uh or showing up or changing any of our history now, that, I think, happened after the Anunnaki had already changed our history. 
Um, so that's why the aliens had to do a treaty with us to agree um, because obviously they couldn't just come down and, and take people because even though they were actually but because of the council's quarantine on earth so they decided well hey if we're taking people we might as well try and get a, a, an agreement out of this so that we can carry on doing it without getting you know found out by the council of aliens so basically yeah earth's in a quarantine um and until either there's a treaty or, or an agreement between earth and whatever alien race that wants to show themselves we they ain't ever going to show themselves unfortunately um so it's not down to us as um obama once said on uh i think it was a jimmy kimmel show he says um Kimmel asked him, you know, why aren't the aliens showing? Uh, why, why are you not telling us about the aliens? And he turned around and said, um, because the worst of this effect, I'm paraphrasing, but he said because um, they they won't let us. So, so it's not us. Sometimes it might be them. Um, inappropriate is wrote. Now, inner Earth is also interesting. Uh, yeah, um, I won't waffle on about that unless you ask me a specific question. Um, uh, Teddy's wrote, your a agent still think you know the truth. I'm uh, not sure what that means. I mean, I'm just throwing stuff out, if that's what you mean. Um, only from my research, just to save people doing 30 years of research, I try and help. Um, I'm just trying to read. Uh, Soul Matrix says, I, I had a dream I had... 44,000 lives. Uh, okay. Um, May Bios wrote, what positive vision of the future would you recommend to have for our civilization? Uh, well, the logical one would be, you know, where everyone agrees on something and then it gets done. But we've tried that with governments where we all agree to give the power to one and then that one would make those decisions for us that's that's where the problems are so um somehow in the future if we was ever to get past that we need a system where we don't rely on a handful of people like we do now um whether or not that's even possible to have a system where we we can all agree sort of basically like every time you do something you vote um that way no one no one person or no group of people uh, are in charge of us that's the only way whereas aliens from from the things that i know about the aliens they're all different they don't money's um they don't use money um if you're interested let me know i'll waffle on about um how they live um without money and how they work and stuff um and who gets chosen to do what um i mean that is the ideal civilization but unfortunately we've been stuffed with money um i'm just Going down, uh, Bradley's wrote, do you believe the Ananarchy will return soon? Absolutely not. No, a couple of people have asked me, and, and the more I think about it, no. I mean, they've been here, they've been working with the military, um, according to whistleblowers. When they left, they had no real interest in us. I don't think they've got any real interest with us now. Um, you know, other aliens, virtually every other alien you can think of that we know of, have visited Earth far more than the Anunnaki have since they left. Um, and, you know, I don't even know if they've still got 
the rocket technology that they had when it was first here or whether they've now managed to get out to gravity because if they haven't then it's a little bit of an effort for them to get here as opposed to um, anti-gravity which is a lot easier to do by the other types of aliens so no their planet may if the planet is real and it comes back round on that elliptical orbit then yeah that's that would make sense because uh, you go back every 3,600 years approximately and there's some sort of major disaster on Earth, um, probably because of their planet being four times the size and the gravity against Earth, um, causing us to have earthquakes, floods and stu stuff like that. So their planet may come back around, but uh, you ain't going to, in my opinion, you ain't going to see the Anunnaki turn. There's no, no point. They, they they don't need us there's nothing we, we have that they want really and they're probably just meeting the military for um part of some sort of uh, galactic alliance if anything um because we do have a space fleet um which has been been going for a long time now um so we are out there um in different types of space vehicles space so you've got um I'll waffle on about that later, but yeah, so basically, yeah, um, <clears throat> so, um, someone Matrix has asked someone a question, question is who made the Anunnaki, so that's, <clears throat> yeah, so, um, I think I mentioned this in a, in a, in the live chat yesterday, where Enlil turns around and says, no, don't make humans, or don't make the, the new slave species, which was us, um in their image and he then says and this is written down he then says because um a he wants their bloodline and everything to be pure which is another reason why they didn't like the angels or the military that had relationships with humans because that was against what the anunnaki were about um but he also said um i'm par paraphrasing again but something like um the Lord, the not Lord, but the the their image should only be from their creator. So so in other words, they mentioned that they have a creator that they look up to, which probably explains why they come up with the idea of a god for us, you know, calling themselves gods, uh, that we have to worship because probably they probably do the same to whatever it is that they see as a god. So. I mean, if you want to go further back, um, you know, there's the old story that um, an ancient race. Now, one of the oldest ancient races that we know of that's still around is the um, praying mantis. But I have a feeling that um, <clears throat> it wasn't them. But the story goes that an alien race went around seeding different planets. Yes, there was a Star Trek episode very similar to that where they ended up working out that... Uh, DNA was spread across the universe um, so there is that theory that that's how life all started on different planets um, but the Anunnaki do think and so does um, some of the other aliens they do think that there's um, something else out there the little greys call it the source or creation um, but what that is uh, I can't answer I mean is it a matrix is it just a thought is it I don't know um, but yeah, interesting. Um, uh, Vanessa has wrote, how do you know all this info? Um, I'm sad. <laughs> While you lot was out dancing and partying and doing stuff, I was probably 
researching. Um, yeah, so it, it, I think the very first thing that got me was my mum reading a story out on the newspaper about, uh, and this apparently happened a lot, because I was talking to her recently again about it, and she said, oh, that used to happen a lot in the newspapers. So, so there was a couple, old couple, um, the guy went out to the back garden where they used to have firewood, so this is going back a few years, um, and he went to go get some firewood for the fire, and he just disappeared. And that, you know, hearing that at what, five or whatever it was, um, just set my imagination, wow, that just got me. And then since then, I um, lapped up all sorts of stuff, um, listened to podcasts, read as many information books as I could, chatted to some of the researchers that you know on TV, um, just basically devoured the information and then started to put a logical spin on it which is why the videos i've tried to do is done in a logical order as opposed to just suddenly splurting out there's aliens um but if you watch them in, in the order from one onwards they kind of hopefully make some sort of more sense than just just uh so that, that's really just me sad really i know um cole cole rope it's really difficult these names something dream has wrote circles so i'm guessing you're referring to the crop circles um so they're the real ones not forget the ones that uh the humans do um the real ones um somehow there's some sort of orb now whether or not it's a, the same light orb as the spirits i'm unsure um it pro probably could still be a you know the, the same sort of orbs um and they come out of the ground and then they come up and they um, communicate with each other so there's normally two um some sort of like spark happens between the two of them you can't hardly see it but apparently it does um that's actually been captured on film um if you're wondering which one that's the castle one i know people say that's been debunked but trust me it hasn't if you uh, trust me that was real genuine footage of crop circle being filmed and i know about film and i know that it was shot way before what they call match moving was available to the home user so cut a long story short um these orbs come up they um use a microwave style um i, I can't remember the exact hertz etc um off the top of my head but if you want to look up um dr levingood he's got all the information on what kind of frequency it is that will bend the nodes on the crop circles and the nodes uh the bits the knuckles and they get uh superheated like a microwave basically and it, it, it only in that particular part and that's when the crop circles drop down into the pattern that they obviously had already predetermined um and then the crop circles yield uh, a 400 percent more yield of, of crop than the crop outside of uh one of these circles so you know that's that's a phenomenon straight away um the question then is why why are crop circles even done they're not done for humans or they weren't originally done for humans they, they date back 400 odd years so we couldn't have seen them we would have needed aerial vehicles so the crop circles were messages in my opinion were messages for um a race that could see them from because obviously if you're an energy you can't really talk to an alien and say meow, 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 
can because you've got no vocal cords or anything. But if you can manipulate uh, something such as crop, then you can do a pattern, which is what they do. And now aliens, the, uh, the Zetas that have taken and uh, worked with humans before have um, showed them a language and tried to teach them a language. And in one image, eventually when the human finally figured out uh, or the contactee finally figured out you know, A equals this, blah, 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 blah. When they got shown a series of like four or five images, similar to crop circles, um, the person had read a whole book in just looking at four or five crop uh, images. So we know that those images, even though to us, you know, they look very symmetrical and things like that, they could be relaying so much information about Earth. Um, the reason why they come up from the Earth is probably because they're giving the information about the planet to the people that, or the aliens or whatever it is that's watching them from above. Um, now, that then brings into the question, because uh, Linda Moulton Howe has looked at these as well, obviously in, in probably more, more depth than me. Uh, but um, So she's come across people that say that some of the crop circles were given information about the sun and whether or not it was going to project a coronal discharge, etc., in the near future. Um, I can't say that for sure. Um, I mean, could it just been a coincidence that someone was, you know, looking at crop circle and then saw coronal and said, aha, that makes... I don't know. There wasn't much to go on for other than that, but um, hopefully that sort of gives you something about crop circles. If you want more, let me know. Um, I'm just going to scroll down. Our uh, ghosts, our guides from Laura, uh, Laurie. Good question. Yes and no. Um, really good question. So, okay, so when you die, you have a soul group um, that you go back and sort of join with. Uh, so far, I've counted six that I can say would be part of your soul group. There could be more. But to me, I, so far, I've sort of worked out that there seems to be six in a soul group. It might be more for different people, whatever, I don't know. But um, So that soul group um, is not your guides. They're not your guides. They're the ones that come and join with you uh, on Earth as your mother, as your brother, as a friend, as, you know, whatever, so that you all learn together. Um, but the spirit guides, the ones that people call spirit guides, are um, deceased people, so in other words, the entity that was joined with that person that's got all the person's memories and feelings and everything else, that um, crosses over to the astral plane when you die, fine. So that's not, at that point, that's not your spirit guide. That entity then goes, crosses over again, and possibly crosses over again before they become a spirit guide. So um, they've they've learned all they can on Earth, for example, because Earth's um, what they call the training one of the training grounds. So they learn everything they can. Then they get moved up the different planes of existence, and once they get to a certain plane, they then become your spirit guide. Um, but it's not technically it's not your spirit guide. It's the entity that's in you that they're there 
to help and guide um, and look after because you are just a container uh, as described by little greys so although you might be saved from you know falling rocks for example you know uh, there's many cases like you know someone sleeping driving a truck and suddenly they see a hand pull the wheel uh, just in time for them to be saved from going off a cliff um, that's not really saving the guy that's saving the entity so the entity can carry on and learn in that life so I know it sounds kind of sad doesn't it because it makes it sound like that we're we're nothing and technically according to everything we, we are nothing we're just containers going about our bits so um, so the spirit guides are not really there for you they're kind of there for this the entity that's with you to so that the entity can carry on and um, learn its course so eventually that can then move up and become a spirit guide so sadly um, you know if they help you survive you know an accident it's not because they really like you and your fun or something like that it's because that's what they're trying to keep you that that's why when you die and you're not supposed to have died your spirit guides or, or who you meet on the other side will say you know you weren't supposed to die yet and it's not you that, that they're, they're concerned about it's the it's the spirit that's just left you that they're talking to saying that you know you really shouldn't have died you needed to go back and learn more or you needed to be um the person that did this xyz whatever it is that you've agreed before you even joined with your uh with the person so yeah um hopefully that kind of makes sense and uh, just scrolling down now wow lots of questions excellent um uh, have you mons monsas wrote have you heard of series versus the orions um The Syrians, basically, um, not not as in a fight with them. I don't recall. Um, if you know a little bit more, let me know. Um, uh, I know, you know, I mean, I know of Orion's and I know what comes from there, and I know about the portals and blah blah blah. But um, uh, and Amanda's replying back to Laurie about the spirit soul being inside, like being inside you. Yes, well done, Amanda. Um, just scrolling down. Uh, so someone's asked, I can't even pronounce it, IT bro has asked, aliens taking the vaccination too? No, I wouldn't have thought so if they were, then they're, they're thicker than we are. Um, uh, da, 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 just scrolling down. Um, sorry, just a couple of people replying to each other. So, May Bios wrote, Thank you, heart. You're more than welcome. Sometimes it's probably not the answers you want. Um, I'm, I'm, again, you know, I'm just one person that's just done my sort of own research. So, um, but to me, it all makes sense um, and it seems logical. Um, Starry's wrote, I had a dream that the Anunnaki were coming. Um, yeah, I, I mentioned earlier that I really don't think they're coming at all. There's no benefit for them to come here in, you know, even to take over Earth. They would have done that a long time ago. They would have done it before we managed to get sort of weapons that can kill them. So um, the Anunnaki, yeah, I can't see them coming here. Um, 
I did mention on another live that, you know, it's not to say that some of them, the fallen angels, which are really just Anunnaki that have relationships with, um, the it's, it's possible they may have carried on living here, um, you know, in exile, and now, you know, might be pulling the strings behind the elites um, or governments. That might be a possibility. Do you think... Uh, we beings have the telekinesis ability. Thank you for asking that question, Laurie. Uh, yes, to a point. Um, so there's uh, there's videos out there, obviously, of people. But the best one, which you probably might not know of, was a guy, a security guy, that used to sit by um, this generator, electric generator, day in, day out, day in, day out. And then one day he went to reach for a cup and the cup moved. So um, is telekinesis sort of an electrical charge or is it um, a discharge from your soul aura that surrounds you? And these are good questions because they could be one of the same or both. Now your aura um, or chakra um, is a, from what I understand, is a real thing. Um, and it can be attacked, and that's what the jinn do. The jinn actually try and attack your aura. Uh, and if so, if you've got a weak aura, then the jinn will eventually break through that and then try and fight the spirit that's already in you to take place. And that's when exorcisms and all that kind of stuff starts getting involved. But um, so yes, um, I think certain people have the abilities. There's, there's um, some case studies um, been done, and I mean, if you think uh, Yuri Geller, I know, I know, obviously, people think he's he's a bit of a scam, but he's, um, I mean, he worked for the CIA for X amount of years doing these kind of things, um, and he says that telekinesis um, is a real phenomenon that we've lost over time. So then that begs the question that if we had that ability, um, you know, was it a sort of a DNA thing or whatever? Did the Anunnaki have that, the ones that created us? And if they had the ability to move things with their minds, then, um, you know, building pyramids and things like that probably wasn't too difficult for them. So I'm not saying it wasn't levitation using acoustics, which is where I'm leaning more to for the building of the pyramids. But if they had some ability that could manipulate things uh, more than we can, then uh, telekinesis could be a real thing. And there's been many studies by the Americans actually um, over the years to do with things like remote viewing and telekine telekinesis. Um, but obviously they keep those projects under wraps because the last thing they want to do is let everyone know, especially their enemies, that these abilities are uh, available. So. I think if we did have it, it's now gone, um, and maybe a few people still have the ability to do it, but I think it might be to do with uh, the chakra or your energy from your body. Um, so Monzan, Monzan has asked, what about Flat Earth? Um, where? where? I, can't, I can't see a Flat Earth. I've asked simple questions and no one's answered them, so I can't see you know I just uh, and the dome as well don't get me started on that I've, I've asked you know, I've even gone on other people's posts where they're talking about the dome the firmament and if you want to know what my thoughts are on the firmament go back and watch some of my live chats uh, that are on YouTube but um, 
you know, I asked them about one simple thing about Hades Comet, 73 years, every 73 years, we've got records of it going back 1,000 plus years. Um, what happens to it? You know, does it hit the edge of the firmament and then someone else set it off going again 73 years later? And they can't answer that. Um, so until someone answers that, uh, as far as I'm concerned, the Earth is round and doesn't have a dome over it. Uh, how, okay, so if, uh, I'm so far behind again on these messages, I'll be as quick as I can. Um, in fact, actually, crap, I'm nearly up to my time. Uh, how would another planet cause earthquakes? Yeah, it's to do with the gravity, because there's a thing called Bode's Law that certain planets have to be a certain distance from each other so that they don't affect each other, but yet can still be pulled around in the... In the um, in the gravity fields of the sun and there's a missing planet and that planet supposedly is uh, cut a long story short there's there's because it goes in i ain't got the time to explain about um tiamat and the different names for the planet that should have been there that ended up being the asteroid belt etc but basically there's a planet that comes back round and it's four times the size of earth and uh you know it's not just me saying that it would cause um, earthquakes etc it is um, scientists have said you know if, if there was a body of that size traveling so they've obviously looked at the the route that Nibiru would take they did they've all agreed yes it would cause earthquakes um, tsunamis all that kind of stuff so um, unfortunately if, if Nibiru is in the right path where we think it is going to come um, it's not a great path for us. If we was lucky, you know, we could have been further away, different time of year, different, you know, time of um, the celestial circle that goes round and round. But unfortunately, we're fairly near it. So if it does come back, um, we we might get hit with something. It would only last about 15 days, but it's going to be a hell of a 15 days, uh, and we'd be bombarded with um, meteorites as well prior to that because the I haven't got the time to explain, but yeah, there's meteorites that would come flying with that. And once again, I am now out of time and there's still 99 messages. So you guys are absolutely fantastic asking some great questions. I hope you don't mind me sort of elaborating on some of the questions you've said. I know I could just skip over them and, and be very brief, but I, I hope you like them sort of answered as full as I can. Um, so I know when I listen to radio programs, I like them when they're full. Uh, instead of you know saying oh yes aliens are this and then moving on to the next person's question so I, I forgive me if I didn't ever get to your questions and um, uh, some great questions I'm just looking down now um, I'm gonna have to do another live tomorrow um, just to, to for you guys because there's some some great questions I can see so if you're interested I will do a live tomorrow at noon uh, same time UK time 12 o'clock um, so please feel free to join me then and ask me any questions. But this this YouTube this will go on YouTube. So if you've missed anything that I've said or want to listen to me again, <laughs> heaven forbid, uh, space forbid, should I say instead of heaven, um, then this will be on YouTube probably later on tonight, and it'll be live chat number twenty eight. So thank you once again, everybody. I hope you've enjoyed as much as I have, and I'll talk to you all soon. Thank you. See you tomorrow, hopefully. Bye.